Ernest, what's up? Look, I want to put you on to something that's been making waves in the personal finance world. If you've been relying on Mint to manage your finances, I got some news that might startle you at first. Mint is no more. But hold on, because every cloud has its silver lining. And in this case, that lining is Monarch Money. For those of us searching for a robust, user-friendly alternative, Monarch Money is stepping up to the plate. And from personal experience, it's hitting a home run. Let's get personal for a moment. Managing finances can be a maze of confusion, stress, and time consumption. Believe me, I've been there, jumping from one finance app to another, hoping to find that one platform that simplifies everything. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design transformed my approach to managing finances. What truly sets Monarch apart for me, though, is its collaboration feature. With money being a top Discord trigger for many couples, the ability to seamlessly manage finances with my wife has been a game changer. No extra costs, just shared goals and clarity. But Monarch isn't just about managing your current finances, it's about building your future. Saving for that dream house, your wedding, or a once in a lifetime vacation becomes not just a possibility, but a reality with Monarch's intuitive tools. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal held it as the best app for savings growth. Monarch Money represents the next evolution in personal finance apps. It's an ad-free haven where your experience is the priority, constantly refined based on real user feedback. It's everything we've been asking for, intuitive, powerful, and relentlessly focused on user satisfaction. Now, for a bit more practicality, Monarch makes transitioning from Mint a breeze ensuring you can bring all your tags and categories with you. It's intuitive design, customization options, and commitment to privacy and an ad-free experience make it stand out in the sea of competitors. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Ernest, what's up? Look, today I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind, a real weight on my shoulders. You know, we all have these moments, big or small, that just stick with us. When we don't talk about these things, then they can start to affect our lives in unexpected ways. That's why having a space to express these feelings is so important. I know firsthand the benefits of therapy. It's been transformative for my friends and family. Therapy can help you learn crucial skills like setting boundaries and developing coping strategies. It's not just about dealing with major events. It's also about enhancing your day-to-day -day life, allowing you to become the best version of yourself. So if you've been thinking about therapy, BetterHelp can be a great option for you. It's entirely online, which makes it super convenient and adaptable to your busy schedule. You start by filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can even switch therapists at any time if you feel the need without any additional costs. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EarnYourLeisure today to get 10% off your first month. Remember, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash earn your leisure don't wait don't hesitate head over there now earners listen up when people all around the world first started going out protesting this summer you'd hear it over and over 
This time is different. But how? And who are the people trying to make it different? In Gimlet's new podcast, Resistance, host Saeed Tijan Thomas Jr. brings us stories from the front lines of the movement for black lives told by the generation fighting for the change. It's a show about people refusing to accept things as they are and how we can make sure this time really is different. Resistance is out now. Follow and listen for free on Spotify. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. So I'm going to jump right into it. We got an extremely special guest today. Um, once again, somebody that... So we, if you listen to the podcast, you know we interviewed Al Harrington, right? Yeah. And Al Harrington was somebody that we wrote uh, a post about. Yeah. And then from that post, he um, you know engaged with us. And then we, we, we reached out to him and we went to L.A. And we actually had a conversation with him, right, yeah. on the podcast. So once again... Similar situation, you right? Get, you want to get the backstory on this? The power of social media. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The power of social so, media, for sure. <laughs> this is, this is the, you know, uh, standard procedure for us is like, I'll read articles at 5.30 in the morning. I think we spoke about that on when we were with Q. Um, and I'll go through articles and I'll find, you know, things that are very interesting and I think would relate on our page. And um, I came across this article about Brandon Copeland. And I'm like, wait, wow, this guy's amazing. And literally, as I'm reading it, there's a special on SportsCenter. And I'm like... Oh, no, no, no. This guy is on the same path as us. We have to meet this guy. We have to talk to this guy. And um, I sent it to you like 5.30 in the morning. I know you're sleeping, but I'm like, he, he has to see this. And as soon as you woke up, you put the post up, and um, it, the traction was crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was one of our biggest posts. So Brandon Copeland, if you're not familiar, he uh, he plays for the Jets, but that's, that's the only part of his story. He is a UPenn graduate. Um, if anybody's not familiar, UPenn has one of the best business schools in the world, yep. the Wharton School of Business. So that's, you know, separates him from a lot of NFL players. <laughs> but also, he works on Wall Street during the offseason. He has a real estate investment company, and he actually is a, a college professor at Wharton. Shout out to education. Um, <laughs> so when I was reading his story, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we, we highlight the bad things when, you know, people make mistakes in, in any realm, but it seems like athletes always get highlighted the most, right? Yeah. Anytime that this is domestic violence or anything like that happens. So it's like, we need to highlight this. Like this, <laughs> this is just a, a dope yeah. story. So I put the story out. And um, once again, I, I put in the story, I'm like, Yo, I would love to connect with you. And he, he was like, yeah, let's connect. So <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yes. So I shot him a DM. And um, we worked it out via, um, you know, emails, and um, now we hate on our podcast. So, like you said, yeah, man. The power of social media. The power of social media. So, first and foremost, thank you, thank you, man. Thank you for coming, that. man. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. Pleasure to be with y'all. I love what y'all are doing, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We gonna jump right into it. So, all right. So, the the, the theme of our show is um, the backstory, the financial side of sports and entertainment business as well. But we 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 really focus on sports entertainment a lot because we feel like, especially in our culture. Yeah. People don't fully understand what goes on behind the scenes, yeah. right? Like everybody wants to be in the NBA, NFL, or sell a million records, but they don't understand that these are businesses, yeah. right? It's the sports business, the music business, the entertainment Ooh. business, right? Yeah, that part gets left off the title. It wow. always does. It always, it always does. It always <laughs> does. Business. So, um, I, I, you have a, a very interesting story 
And um, we was reading it, um, you know, the last couple of days. So you said your first contract, correct me if I'm wrong, you made, your contract was for $1.2 million, mm, right? Yeah. But by, good. by the time it was all said and done, you had like thirty five, forty thousand, 40000 right? Yeah. If so, that. yeah, can we just kind of break that down? Because to me, it's interesting as far as like NFL players because you have an off season. So a lot of people don't aren't familiar, like, do you get paid on the off season or how frequent do you get paid? And then there's a thing called a jock tax where you, you go to different states and you get taxed differently. Mm. <laughs> it's not all guaranteed. So yeah. yeah, can you kind of just break that down? Yeah, man, there's layers to that. Layers. <laughs> so uh yeah, so the way I think of the NFL is um nothing is guaranteed unless you have certain stipulations within your contract and all of that type of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're one of those players, which is, you know, more players are seeing that, that's a great thing and a blessing to have. But when you see these big contracts, you know, Russell Wilson, 140 million. I can't remember how much guaranteed. Maybe 65 yeah, or something. A little 65 guaranteed, yeah. right? That's what he can bank on, right? You see the big number, but but if Russell Wilson gets hurt in year four, year five, whatever, right? He's not seeing the rest of that money potentially. Yeah, so. Um, that's different from basketball. That's different from baseball um, and, and other sports. So as I entered the league in 2013, I was undrafted out of the University of Pennsylvania. I remember uh, the Baltimore Ravens called me, my hometown team. I'm like, man. Actually, to be quite honest with you, I was pissed off, right? Not because I was pissed off that I didn't get drafted. That, that was really what it was, right? <laughs> and it just had a big chip on my shoulder. So for me, I've been fortunate to just have this lens on life and perspective where I'm not really a fan of too much or anyone. So I remember as a, a rookie entering the locker room and this, this is my hometown team. These are the guys I, I looked up to growing up and, and I remember this is fresh off a of Super Bowl. Fresh off a of Super Bowl. Yeah. I remember actually, you know what? A, a perfect story that might describe me is <clears throat> my agent at the time, he took us out right before the draft, took us out in New York to some club up there to just celebrate the, that night before the draft of like all the work you put in and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, like I said, I grew up in Baltimore, that purple and black, you yeah. know. I remember being in the house and, and seeing them, you know, win the Super Bowl and bragging all my roommates and all that type of stuff, wearing that with pride. And in the club, that for me was like my introduction to the NFL, even though I wasn't even in it at the time. But you had all of these different that that was when the draft was still in New York. So you had all these different rappers and in different sections. My agent had gotten us a section. I wasn't spending any money. <laughs> so, my agent oh, got man. us a section. When, and the other guys there, well, you had Adrian Peterson with a section, Ludacris across the way, uh, Jeezy. And there was Ray Rice. And I remember Ray Rice walked up. And I remember speaking to him. And I'm like, yo, I just want to say, you know, you really put on for the city. Like, that was amazing what y'all did, man. Like, I appreciate you, respect you. But in a couple of days, like, I'm going to be in the NFL, too. So it's on. Yeah, <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't none of that fan stuff yeah, no yeah, more, yeah, right? Like, it, it, we, we, we competition, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but before that, I want to tell you how much I respect you. So anyway, I say all that to say that, you know, a few days later, I get get the call, go to the Ravens, had that chip on my shoulder. But the 
weird thing about the NFL is, I, like I said, I keep it. I've been blessed to be able to keep things in a perspective and understand that, okay, I just got this call that says, hey, you you get a chance to sign up and, and you're a Baltimore Raven now. No, I'm not. Right. Like there's still another step to actually make the 53 or yeah, you to make, make practice squad or make two, the roster, whatever. Right. Yeah. Sadly, there's a lot of guys who are like, oh, I'm in it. Nah, right. Like the next week you might be cut or after this rookie mini camp, you might be cut. Right. So at that time, again, like I said, I signed a three year, one point two million dollar deal. However, I got cut going into the actual season, made it all through preseason and all that stuff. Got cut going into the actual season and I jumped my money down to a practice squad guy. After four weeks, I got cut from Baltimore. So I really got four weeks of pay. And then, uh, again, I mean, there were guys who got cut in the middle of training camp. There was guys who got cut after three days. So, you know? so there's a process after you get drafted, right? Exactly. Because so, that's even a little confusing, right? There's OTAs that you have to make the yep. team. Yep. Then there is training camp that you have to make the team. Yeah. Then you got four preseason games yeah. and so still the, try to make the team? Right. So the way I would think of it is um, – you're never really on the team. <laughs> you know, depending on who you are, you're never really on the team. Like, I even joke with my students this semester and even right right now, like, I could get this phone, go start ringing, they could call, be like, listen, Cope, like, did you bring your iPad up here? Like, we, we're going in a different route, right? Oh, and that's just the nature of the beast. So, like you said, every single day, I mean, they, they always say that every day is an interview, but, like, literally, like, I, I think people don't understand that um, – Again, depending on who you are, right? Your first round, second round, you probably are guaranteed that first year, right? But that doesn't mean you're guaranteed three years from now, four years from now, right? right. Um, and that's you, – you just hope and pray that young guys come in and understand that. Mm -hmm. And me, fortunately, I understood it. It was what motivated me to want to be great and, and make the team and still be here seven years later, right? Yeah. But – for a lot of guys, like I remember rookie year, some guys would go to this mall across the street from our hotel, and, and I remember getting on Snapchat. Snap was like big at the time. Um, and, and getting on there, and they literally walking in there, selfie videos, stunting, like, hey, we about to be such and such. And I'm like, bro, y'all all making the same thing I'm making right now, which is like, like maybe 150 bucks after the week. So, so, all right. So, so you, you had a $1.2 million contract. Yeah. But then you, um, four weeks in, you got demoted to practice team, right? Now, so, so you get drafted or, or undrafted in the spring. Um, so, like, our rookies just showed up this weekend. Uh, so, where we may, whatever we are, right? Uh, now we train, 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 and you can be, there's guys being cut, there's guys being signed that entire time, like that roster is fluctuating. And then by the time you get to training camp, you start training camp in late July with 90 guys on the roster. Mm -hmm. That roster fluctuates a bit. And then by the end of August, beginning of September, that roster cuts down to 53. Yeah. And then on top of that 53, you have 10 practice squad guys. I made it from that May all the way through to to August, I got cut, became one of those practice squad guys where your salary goes from a minimum of like four hundred thirty thousand to a hundred thousand. And then four weeks later, four weeks into the season, that's when I got released from the team. And that, that's in Baltimore. That's in Baltimore. So none of that one point two million was guaranteed? None. None of it. Not even a, I wish.
It looks good on paper, though. It looks good. It sounds <laughs> yeah. good. But so that's also that that that's the problem. That 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 you see that headline, and then the vultures come get it. Oh yeah, right. Family, everybody. Because yeah. now it's like on paper. It look, oh, he's a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, I mean, but that's interesting. You know, I, I think people don't fully understand that. Like, I can't drive that home. All right, you got a one point two million dollar contract. None of it was guaranteed. You probably netted how much did you net? Probably out of that. Probably like thirty. Maybe. That's how much you made from the Baltimore Ravens, probably like thirty, because in the spring, I made money in the spring. So like right now, you might be making what maybe a couple hundred a week because they take your your hotel and, and stuff. Oh, they, out of that's, it. the team doesn't cover it. They cover it, but oh. it's coming out, coming of, out of your team. Oh, 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 oh. thing. Wow. They cover it. Wow. But, um, you just don't know. You know. Yeah. Um, you don't really have a. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you make them maybe a, a few hundred a week, and they cover your meals and all that stuff on the weekend. So you don't really have too many expenses. Uh, but then as you get to preseason, now you're making I want to say seven hundred a week before taxes. So you know, and that's what maybe five to six weeks. So you really like four, you know, who, who knows what that is, 400 a week after four all this is done? Dollars. Yeah, dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, $400, <laughs> like, no not thousands. be confused. <laughs> and then once the season hits, as a practice squad guy, I was making, I was seeing about 4K after taxes. I think my check was like 7000 7500 per week before, so about 4000 after. And... uh that's it. Did that for four weeks, so that's about sixteen right there. So I probably made a little less than thirty from the Baltimore Ravens, and then um, two weeks later, I got cut. Week four, two weeks later, I got picked up by the Tennessee Titans. Yep. Practice squad with them for a bunch of weeks. Mm-hmm. I got cut by them. A lot of people don't know this too. It's like in my family, they understand, and it's so funny that so at Tuesday at four p.m. Eastern is when your money is guaranteed for the week. So for me, and the way that my career has been, and, and I'm not superstitious, but I just, I have certain things, I have my routine. My family knew, don't call me Tuesday <laughs> after 4 p.m. Eastern, right? So, and where does that come from? Like, I've been cut at 3.56 p.m. Eastern, wow. right? Yeah. So, you don't, so you don't get paid? Don't get paid. For wow. So if you get cut at 4.01 p.m., I'm paid for that week. If I don't, so when I was in Baltimore, they cut me on Wednesday morning because they were like, "Hey, we plan on bringing you back. Yeah. You know, with showing good faith. You, you know, we 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 like you, all that type of stuff. We just need to make some other roster changes, blah blah blah. blah. So you know, take the time time off. You know, go work, stay stay in shape. But yeah. we'll bring you back this week. Then never. still waiting on that. <laughs> um, but then Tennessee, one time, these dudes, man, I. I uh, <laughs> it's funny. I went and did like a, a whole charity out event for him. I went. We went to a high school, and uh, you know, in Tennessee Titans jerseys and all that type of stuff. And on the way, not even on the way back, later on that evening, um, I had some rehab set up, a massage appointment, and it's three fifty six. I get the call. I'm like, this random Tennessee number. Oh, Pick up the phone. Hey uh, man, we need you to bring in your. Uh, oh. Man. 
Man, y'all knew this before you sent me on the event. Yeah, so, me so the whole they event. sent you on the whole charity event yeah. and all that, and then they waited four minutes before the deadline to cut you so you don't get paid for the week. Four minutes. What about the massage? You have to cancel it or not? I, look, 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 to be quite honest with you, I told myself, I was like, I probably should cancel this thing because I don't know when that next check could come. Right, right. Like, you know what? Hey, man, you got to, I, I, I probably need it right now. You know, I probably need to just relax. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, my family literally, they would know, don't call me on Tuesday. So, literally at 4.01, so years later, 4.01 p.m., whenever I was good, I'd send them a bunch of gifts, a bunch of Floyd Mayweather <laughs> throwing money, somebody throwing money, we count, making it rain, and all that type of stuff. And then after you get to year five, uh, once that ball is kicked off in your first NFL game, then you're guaranteed your salary for the whole year. So, like, last year, is that, that was like my for, first year. for veterans? Is year five yeah. now you're a veteran? Yeah, okay. so last year was my first year having that. Yeah. So after that first game, I just sent them, like, 16, yeah. you know, 16 different ones. But it, it, it's, a, it's a lot of that goes into it. Basically, you know, what, what, what you're getting at is there's a lot that goes into it that people don't think about, they don't understand. Yes, you see that big contract, you see that big number, and that is great, right? But what are you really – Getting from that one, you got to 50 percent of it's gone off, right? off the rip. Off the rip. Can we talk? Yeah, I want to talk about that because people don't fully understand how taxes work, right? And they're like, "Well, you should you should set up corporations." I'm like, they're employees. Yeah. They they get paid just like how you get paid, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't have an opportunity to defer the income. <laughs> right. it's, it's not it's not an option, right. right? Your boss ain't going for that. Exactly. <laughs> so I because I, I, social media a lot of times people write that like, "Well, they if they were smart." Like, no, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Just like if you were smart, you would do that, right? No, you don't have that option. So automatically, 50%, because you know how you tax rack, automatically 50% is goes to taxes. Gone. Yeah. Off the rim. Depending on what state you're in, it's even higher. Right. right. Then the state tax, they take that out of your paycheck every time you get paid in that in that particular um. Yep. Yep. They'll do that uh like if you so if you're playing in California, so you look at the schedule, you're like, dang, I got three games in California. Oh, right. You West know? Coast trip. Um that you know, you get taxed at that California rate. That's thirteen yeah. percent gone. And it's crazy because um, Rod Smith. Shout out to Rod Smith. He's he's been a loyal follower from the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, anybody doesn't know Rod Smith, he's a Hall of Famer, right? Uh, not yet, but a he legend, a legend, legend in uh, Denver. Denver, 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 Denver Broncos yeah. wide receiver. Denver, legend. Denver legend. So. Yeah. Um, I put a, co- a, po- a post up a while ago, and me and him, we was commenting. He he was like, "Yeah, but people don't realize is that." All right, California has the highest state tax in the country, right? Mm-hmm. Like 13%, like you said. Mm-hmm. But let's say you play in, in for Miami Dolphins, Florida, right? Which Florida has no, no state, state income tax. tax, right? So what happens is that you might practice in Florida from Monday to, let's say, Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Fly When you fly out for a Sunday game? Saturday. Saturday. So you practice from Monday to Saturday in Florida. You are in, Flo- you're in California for Saturday and Sunday, maybe like Monday morning early. So you only spent two days in California, but the whole week is taxed in California because yeah, that's where you played the game at. Yeah, yeah. So even though you prepared, like you only, might only spent 48 hours in that particular state and you practiced in the state that you actually live in, but it doesn't matter. You played that game in that state. So for the whole week, that whole week's paycheck is taxed in that's California. Yeah. So you guys played Jersey State tax or is it New, it, New Jersey State Jersey, tax, right? Because that's where yeah. y'all play. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if New York trying to take a little bit of that too. I'm thinking like, <laughs> nah, I'm thinking New, York, nah, 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 New, York, New York can't take none of that. But, yeah. but uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Trust me, I've, I've seen a lot. I've seen 
Um, like you said, every so when we play a team in Texas, it's like okay, cool, right? Yeah. London games, London international taxes, they 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 cost a bit too, right? Oh wow. Um, Florida teams, you know, you you see Miami or Tampa Bay on your schedule, you're like yes, Tennessee, you know, cool. Um, Another thing, you know, uh, a few years ago, there was a guy in the locker room when I was in Detroit. Detroit, they have the the city tax and the state tax. So they'll tax you in Michigan and then they'll tax you in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Now, when we – so one guy got very, very smart. His financial advisor, accountant, got very, very smart with it because, again, like you said, if you guys are going to play the game with me of like, okay, hey, I'm only here for 24 hours – you know, sometimes we fly in at 5 p.m. We out the next day at 5 p.m. after the game kickoffs at 1. Um, you know, I'm only here for 24 hours. You're going to tax me for the whole week. I remember his issue was Detroit was taking tax every single week as if we trained there, played there, and all that stuff. Like, we were there for the whole week. So, when you when we played with the Lions, the our facility is in Allen Park. The, the stadium is in Detroit. Michigan. Mm-hmm. It's like a 20 minute ride, but Detroit was trying to take taxes as if you were there every single your day. They'll, they'll actually literally break down the days and be like, well, you know, you were here a hundred and such and such days. So he was like, no, okay. Yeah. I'm actually only there out of the, what, eight home games. I'm there Saturday night when we stay at the team hotel and I'm there Sunday when we play. So them 180 days, nah, you got 16 of them, right? And so he ended up going back and getting some money from oh, yeah? Detroit on that. That's dope. That's dope. That so the interesting thing is, like, the way your mind's working right now, you're like, if I play in Texas, right, if I play in the Cowboys or the Texans, I know there's no state tax. How many of your counterparts have that same mind frame? I think a lot do. I think a lot do. Because, I mean, at that point, you're talking about thousands, mm-hmm. right? Um, like you're not talking about like you're talking about the difference in you know depending on what you're making you're talking about the difference in like six extra grand <laughs> by playing somewhere else versus you know well, I mean some some guys I mean the way they're getting paid some guys you're talking a good 15 20 grand yeah. difference right so guys are thinking about it um, again you know not to take up all y'all time but it, but there's different things that people out there just don't understand like the fact of like you have to have multiple places of residency see right like Mm -hmm. sometimes like you literally just have to and i've never wanted to be that guy having like i'm a frugal person right i'm cheap (laughs) with me right i have no problem i'm proud of it but like i literally i have a home base here in new jersey when my wife and i when i was playing in detroit she works in manhattan and she's from here we had home base here so now play with the Jets, I'm like, man, okay, like, we can just have home base, like, and that's the crib. Well, guess what? Home base for me is 45 minutes away from here and no traffic. So if I wake up in the morning and it's raining hard, I remember my first day trying to come in and reporting to the Jets, it was raining hard. And my drive went from 45 minutes, no traffic, and and this is like 6.30 in the morning, right, to an hour and 15 minutes. Now, people are like, oh, we well, just wake up early and all that type of stuff. Well, guess what? If you're late to your job, you get a slap on the wrist, right? Your boss, you know, at a certain point, you can't keep being late. You'll get your, you get fired. Yeah. But for me, if I'm late, that's a $13,000 fine, right? Oh, wow. Like, that's, I'll, <laughs> oh, wow. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like, yeah, I'll yeah. go ahead and, so last year, I had to rent a place. I have a house 40 minutes from here, yeah. and I had 
I mean, some people might be like, well, you didn't have to. No, like for me, I had to rent a place seven minutes. It's not worth the risk. Right. It's not worth the risk. It's not worth being a few minutes late. And then also, it's just the cost of doing business, right? Yeah, you're going to travel at 45 minutes. Yeah, 45 minutes when I'm, like I told people, it's an investment as well, right? Like 45 minutes, that's 45 minutes I could be working on my, my body, getting ready for the next week's game. That's 45 minutes that somebody is literally watching film on just how am I going to whoop Brandon Copeland this week, right? Mm-hmm. And I need that 45 minutes to make sure I'm prepared yeah. for, for him as well. So um, there's a bunch of different costs, you know, guys talk about transporting vehicles back and forth, right? Uh, like I live in California, but you know I'm my home base. I'm born and raised in California. I have everything over there, but now I'm with the Jets, right? How's my vehicle getting back and forth? Or am I going to Uber it every day? Or am I going to walk every day, bike every day? What, what about when it's snowy? So right. do I need to pay to transport back a, a car back and forth? Do I need to rent a car? Do I need to buy a car? Some of these costs that we we see guys with, we're like you know we just assume like oh this guy. He's being extra. He's doing it, you know. Yeah. But some of this stuff is just a cost of, like, convenience and doing business at a high level, right? right. And that, you know, again, it's not a, a woe is us, right? I, I'm thankful to have those type of problems as opposed to others. But, you know, those are costs that you just can't escape from. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs>